Matt, welcome to the pod. Jay, what's going on, man? Man, I am in a very good mood. I, you know what I've I've found out, Matt? What'd you find out? That doing the pod is a lot more fun after you win the you know the previous day. Like I feel good today. You know, I get to I get to talk. I get to you know talk some trash to Kenny for beating him with one of his players he traded me, and it's it just feels really good. Like if this was reversed, I would not feel good. You know. No, I mean, I have the same feeling right now. I mean, my team was absolutely pathetic. In fact, I put up the third lowest score this week. Yeah. But guess what? I don't what? fucking care because I won my game. Because um, Lairbaum, shout out to Lairbaum, who was in first, uh, was even more pathetic than my team. So I feel good about that. I did take just a quick weekly gambling update. I did take another L. On the sports book uh, this week, you guys took seventy one dollars and thirty cents off me. You're now up uh, three hundred thirty five dollars and change through four weeks. Uh, the book needs a W here soon. Man, that's rough. But you know what? We should try this more often. We should both try to win. You know, a few more times. Dude, I'm I'm down with that idea. <laughs> well, thanks for the book update, Matt. I mean, we've. The funny thing is, I mean, we're in week 11, but if you look at the standings, everyone's still technically in it. Even the three lowest teams are, yes, they're on the outside looking in, but if they went out, they could definitely make the playoffs. Yeah, I think with it being a 14-game regular season, um, a, a seventh loss, God, I mean, honestly, until you get to nine losses, you're yeah. not 100% done. If you go five, there's no way a five and nine team gets in. It's no. not unthinkable. It's unlikely. But a six and eight team has a small chance if their points are good. You probably, I'm guessing the six seed will be seven and seven. But to truly be done, you have to have lost nine games. And, uh, you know, these three teams at the bottom have only lost seven. Yeah, and everyone else, is, I mean, it's a logjam still, you know, for the most part. We got two people tied for first, two people tied for second, and, you know, if you want to look at it that way. And then we have uh, one, two, three, four, five, five teams at five and five, you know. Yeah. Back. Like, it's it's crazy this year. Like, normally there's more disparity between, like, the top team. Like, last year we had Dylan at the very top, right? Um, this year it's, it's everyone's game. Dude, we've got a bunch of competitive teams We've got a podcast. We've got a Twitter, a, a Schefter Twitter account. We got a sports book. Your big. fantasy league could never. No, no. Well, with that being said, Matt, let's get into some of the matches for last week. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Start us off. Well, I'm going to start us. We don't typically do our own matchups first, but since yours was so terrible, we are going to start your way, right? Like, we're not going to. You scored 76 points and you won. Your quarterback scored, Your quarterback didn't even score a point. He scored 0. .6 of a point. Um, yet again, you're, you're, you're having quarterback woes, but you were still able to pull off enough points to win. Really, uh, it was the Buffalo defense and Travis Kelsey having a, a day. He didn't get a touchdown, but he did get over 100 yards. Um, and then on the other end, looking at Laribaum's team, man, uh, it's rough. This is going to be very similar to how I look at Wee's team, too. Like, I don't think very high of either of these teams. If you look at it, I mean, nothing to really be excited or write home about. If you're starting Miles Gaskin as a running back and Mitchell as your flex, I'd, 
I can't say anything. Like this guy needs to make some trades. He needs to get. He, he did have Stevenson on his bench, which you know, as we mentioned, wasn't the play beforehand. Now it's you know he has a flex running back, but I don't know how he's going to continue to win weeks. Yeah, I mean, this was an ugly matchup. I'm not going to beat her into the ground. Just a couple anecdotes here. Uh, Lerbaum was minus Hopkins, who I think will be back this week. That'll help him some. Uh, but again, Lerbaum gambling against himself. He bet on me to win, and he leaves a 25-point scorer on his bench. Looks a little sketchy to me. Um, and then a little anecdote from my team. What's even worse about the Matt Ryan 0.68 performance is I going entering the week, I picked up Heineke and I actually spent a few waiver wire dollars on him. And then I, I thought through it again and I go, Oh no, I want to go no. Matt Ryan. And then I picked up Matt Ryan. Oh, and, uh, and that's the result. So, I mean, just a piss poor effort by me uh, as a, as a manager, as a, as an owner. Um, Matt, have yeah. you been, Matt Ryan's been on your team like this whole season too, right? No, I dropped him, and then I picked him back up this week. Right, right. But, like, I mean, like, the previous weeks, that's always been the thing. Is like, which quarterback were you going to start, right? And yeah, I always one. start I always start the wrong quarterback. That's why I eventually <laughs> cut Ryan and was just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Burrow every week. But now – but then Burrow had his bye, so I had to do something. <laughs> so you but, did it again. All right, and, and enough about this horseshit <laughs> matchup. All right, let's go uh, – we, we spent too much time on that. Let's go to – oh, okay, we'll go the one you were referencing. This was a – absolute beat down uh dylan takes hui out to the woodshed uh hui a team that actually had some momentum uh but he beats him 116 to 56 uh we kind of called this going in like we had kyler was questionable kamara questionable um obviously neither of them ended up playing um but then dylan like we've talked about this this is a roster uh that as it gets healthy was going to be a problem, and uh, it certainly was not a huge score this week, but we kind of saw what they're capable of. Like, if George Kittle, that's kind of been a missing piece for him. He, he traded Terry McLaurin in that Kittle package, and we have gave him some grief for that. But if Kittle down the stretch becomes that, you know, that stud George Kittle that we know, um, and he looked good last night. Um, so watch out for that. He puts up 13.5. Not a huge score, but he was back. He was getting a bunch of targets. And then Debo, like I, I won't even – that's the worst trade I've ever made. Debo is is an absolute freak. And then he does all this without Nick Chubb. So this team, we've said it before, uh, that they're, they're absolutely a contender and they looked like it this week. Yeah, I mean, Debo uh, – Dylan, <laughs> Dylan is the trade team this year right I mean we we went through this uh, I think two weeks ago we had our historians look into it and Dylan's whole starting lineup is all people he traded um, and it looks very good at this point you know he's he's assembled quite the roster um, if anything you know I don't think Waddle's the answer at wide receiver but you know you can't have a perfect you're not going to have a perfect roster but Dylan's very close to it um, and then on the other end we like I know he's been on a bit of a hot streak lately, but he's been the most either he scores a lot of points or he doesn't score a lot of points out of everyone. Um, And looking at this roster, obviously Kamara being out and Murray, like that's a lot of points on the board, but realistically you're probably looking at like a net 
30 points if both of them played total compared to like who he started. And even then you're still at 86 points, right? And if you get more favorable, you give them 40 points. Cool. You scored 96 points this week. Um, I, I just don't see big holes when it comes to Wee's running back situation. You can't just start Camara. You have to play two running backs and um, he doesn't really have anything to plug and play. So, I know we is notoriously known. He has the least amount of uh, waiver moves. Uh, he has the total, uh, the highest waiver dollars currently. He hasn't made trades. I don't know if this is a turning point in him, and you know maybe he'll be on the phone soon. Um, but at five and five, he's got to make some changes because, like we talked about earlier in the pod, like you got to start winning here. Uh, you know this is where the pack kind of separates. So two things there, listeners, for you. Uh, Hui, Hui is notoriously known. I, is that, I don't know if that's the right use or not. So that's our, our vocab moment of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, I think it might work. I don't know. I think it could, it could work. N- notoriously we'll, we'll known. I feel like you would just say he's notorious. But anyway, and then uh, uh, historian Chad, has there ever been a week where a team didn't have a single player score double digits? Because that's what Hui did this week. That's a lot. Look into that. All right, Jay. Back, well, back, I'll, back to you. I'll let you pick it. Pick the next matchup. I just got word from our historian Matt that uh, Matt Long holds that record because he scored he scored zero points. So with, with the that's a uh, an asterisk game. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. All right, back to me. All right, I want to go into my matchup here. It's time to embellish myself a little bit. Yeah, let's I embellish. Know, I know you listeners are were waiting for that word to come out, but Brent Ketty. Losing to me and losing to Jalen Hurts, uh, that had to have, you know, not been good for him. Granted, only scored 98 points. Granted, Brent did leave points on his bench. Um, so tough for him to kind of, you know, think about Russell Wilson, that Green Bay defense, shut him out. Um, on my end, pretty happy. The King's back. Christian McCaffrey has looked really good. Uh, last week, he was on the limited play count. This week, he went against a tough Arizona defense. And he scored 21 points for me. So Christian's back. Cam Newton is back. He's on my bench, ready to go starting next week. Um, I'm pretty excited about where my roster's at right now. Obviously not excited about Derrick Henry, but if I can make it to the playoffs, I will have the roster to beat um, for sure. Uh, Mark Ingram, though, really made me happy with his performance because Camaro was out. Looked like Chad had it right. You know, he was going to get a lot of touches and have like 50 yards. But (laughs) to me, he did get one touchdown and got some receptions too. Um, On the other end, for Keddy, Gusecki. He started Gusecki is what we're going to call him because he got a goose egg for him where he could have played Chunter Henry and he didn't uh, with 17 points on the table. Would have been enough to take me out. But just uh, not a lot from his side. Uh, Unfortunately for him, he did have Smith, the Philadelphia Eagles receiver, but I had Jalen Hurts. So it was kind of like a wash in that regards that if Smith was going to score points, well, Jalen Hurts' points were going to go up at the same time. So he didn't get enough breakaway there. Um, But yeah, good win for me. Moves me to five and five. Brent at five and five as well. Um, We're both looking at the playoffs, hopefully. Yeah, on Brent's side, that's got to hurt. Two roster decisions either one of them, if he had made them correctly, he wins this one. The first one, if he starts Tannehill instead of Russell Wilson in the snow at Lambeau against that Green Bay defense, that's a problem right now. He wins if he plays, as you coined it, uh, Chunther, Chunth Henry uh, in place of Gusecki. 
he also wins. Um, so that hurts big time on Brent's side. Um, we're going to give him the Fidangle. Uh, uh, no, wait. I had a name. I can't remember. the Fidang- I was going to say the Fidangle of the week, but that doesn't Ooh. really. Yeah, no, that is. That, that's the. Yeah, the fid- Fidangle can be positive or negative, and he had a negative Fidangle. So he's the Fidangle of the week. Um, yeah. Jay, on your side, um, I mean, you said it. Like, for your team to be a threat, obviously, Henry has to come back, which is possible. Uh, but you've got to weather the storm till then. Ingram, that's not going to be sustainable, I don't think. But, you know, you did enough to win this week um, to get to, like, as you said, back to 500. Um, it, it was just a note. It was a very stressful Monday night football game because Jefferson had, like, two touchdowns that he just dropped. Oh, that's right. If he caught that garbage yeah. ball, yeah. In the, yeah, yeah, Brent wins. <laughs> I, I totally – that was an yeah. easy catch, too. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. Was okay. Shook, Cam's back. Uh, was shook. Next matchup. Let's go. Uh, this is Shelter against Chad. That's a couple supple tutties against Kieran Rogers. Uh, Shelter wins again to go to six and four. He's sitting in third place. Uh, Chad, three and seven in last place. Um you know, Chad was right there. He doesn't get a, get a whole lot out of Rodgers, uh, which hurts. But he did get, like, monster uh, games out of his two receivers. Hill and Diggs combined for 50. But then the rest of the roster, you know, pretty pedestrian. You have your two receivers go for 50, but you don't put up 100 total. And that speaks, again, to, to his running backs. I'm beating a dead horse here, but his running backs have just been an issue all season. Um, and then Mark. This is a guy, I mean, we, we got to give him his flowers again. Like, he has had the most injury problems of anyone in the league, and he keeps piecing together these victories. And I keep waiting for him to fall off, and it hasn't happened. Um, Cup is a monster, obviously. He, in a terrible game for the Rams, still puts up almost 18 points. Um, but then he plays, you know, Dernis Johnson, pieces that together, gets 19 uh, Daryl Williams, that kind of came out of nowhere. He's not been productive, but hey, you'll take it. Um, so give credit where it's due. Shelter continuing uh, to weather the injury storm. He's probably getting Saquon back yeah, um, this week. He, Saquon's supposed to be back this week. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, maybe he's back. Maybe too. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. I think he's out a couple more. Yeah, it looks like he's eligible. Okay, Kareem Hunt's probably out one more game than he's back. So w- watch out for Shelter as he, as he starts getting healthy here. Yeah, I mean, goodness. I, you can't draw it up any better for Shelter. He won the games where he needed to win. And uh, because of his people being injured, I mean, granted, you need to win every week. But uh, the pod knows what I mean here where, uh, you know, you, you have your star two star running backs get injured and you somehow – you know, get the best. We talk about a negative fin dangling for Keddy. Mark is front runner for positive fin dangle of the year, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, on the other end, we had Charles. I mean, last place Charles, uh, you know, overserved Charles. I don't know what you want to make of it. Uh, The guy thinks that he's made with the rare trades that he makes. He thinks he just wins them all all the time. But you can't win still, Chad. So maybe some of those trades you should have made, uh, you know, to better your team, like with running backs or, 
or what have you. But um, interested to see if Chad does make another trade at the deadline. Having two star wide receivers is awesome, but that's not going to win you a game, uh, as we've seen here. Like, what what's the other high for his team, right? Like, he can't find it anywhere else. So hopefully, Chad makes some changes. We'll see if that happens or if he's just going to buy us uh, thirty racks. Yes, and he was uh, again overserved at Reeser on Saturday as the Beavs clinched a bull appearance. So his team, you know, they may have been a little hungover come Sunday. You hate to see it, uh, Charles. Uh, all right. With that being said, I want to go to another matchup. Um, not close at all either. Uh, it was freezing versus Gundy. Um, I just can't get an accurate read on freezing. You know, I. The mo- I'm not going to say it here. I'm not going to say his team's terrible or his team's bad because the next week he's going to win. Um, freezing did lose, falls down to tie in last place with Charles and um, and I think Clayton. Gundy with an impressive victory, the first uh, high point winner at 123, which isn't normal for this year, but he did get the high points. He is you know solidifying himself in first place. Patrick Mahomes, we we've said it for the past three weeks. We were like, you know, one of these weeks, Patrick Mahomes is going to be Patrick Mahomes. And it was against the Raiders this week. He got five touchdown passes, um, no interceptions, looked good. But there's a price to pay. Cord's hurt. Uh, Cord did not produce for Gundy, um, but Patrick did. So maybe he had to make that sacrifice. We'll we'll see. Um, And if Patrick Mahomes can continue his dominance, obviously Dallas getting playing against Atlanta and getting 23 points was huge for Gundy. Um, But on the other end for 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 freezing um herbert underperformed had a tough time versus minnesota um and jonathan taylor with 21 points was great but you got bolden as your second running back and your flex spots a little iffy obviously freezings has to make these decisions he's got gibson on the bench which would have been enough to kind of get him in the two two three points away so interested to see uh you know kind of what freezing thoughts were there yeah um guns you know, if Mahomes is back, obviously that's a huge thing for guns. And then he does it also with without Cord really performing this week. Um, one savvy Fidangle on Gun's side, uh, he is carrying, as you saw, uh, Aaron Jones went down. He's going to be out for a few weeks. Guns is carrying A.J. Dillon, so credit him there because he was prepared for this, although he wishes he had played him this week because uh, he's put up 25. Um, on freezing side, you know, a uh, little misstep, not playing Gibson, although I can't really fault him. Gibson has been pretty worthless this year, um, and I don't know. I mean, you could make an argument he should have probably started Gibson instead of Landry, but it's hard to, like, really be that excited about Gibson, who did have a good week this week. Um, and then Herbert for – for uh, he's kind of – Herbert's sort of in the, at least fantasy-wise, kind of feast or famine zone – where he's put, if you look at his numbers, he's put up some like low teens, 11, 12s, and then he's put up like 42 one week, 31 one week. So um, it's great because it wins you some games, but then some weeks it really puts freezing behind the eight ball. Um, but anyway, Guns uh, goes to seven and three, looking like a threat again um, as Mahomes appears to have it going um he's got Keenan Allen being consistent he's got the Packers backfield whoever's playing um the only thing he would like to see is Waller uh kind of getting back to his form of last year but guns looking good so that is the week that was uh here is the week that is um 
let's go first. This it's at the top of my screen, no, obviously. No, we, got, we got one more, dog. Oh, good, good save. We do have one more. It's kind of funny though when we those rare times when we just forget one of them. But let's let's do this. Uh, <laughs> this Clayton. is Clayton versus Maddie Kid. Uh, Maddie Kid wins it, one hundred six to ninety eight. Uh, CD Lamb monster. Josh Allen actually didn't. I mean, he puts up 20, but in a game where Buffalo puts up 45, not uh, all that excited about that one. Um, on Clayton's side, he really – so his big horses, right, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, they all bring it. Everyone else, though, just – he gets nothing. And we've seen – I bring this up a lot, but Mike Williams had a few big games early in the year. He's, this has been the story his whole career. He disappears this week, no different, um, as he puts up only five. Um, so just not enough consistency ac- across Clayton's roster. Um, and Maddie really on the strength of that big week from C.D. Lamb uh, does enough to get into the hundreds and, and win this and get to uh, get back to five and five. Yeah, I mean, goodness, man. You know what happened? Maddie Kid took the pod's advice and he added the emojis back. And he did the problem emojis, uh, six of them. So he's a problem. I mean, you got to be ready for him. And Clayton did not perform when he needed to. Obviously, st- going into, um, what was it, the, the Rams game? So last night's game, goodness, everything's kind of going quick. But, you know, Clayton was actually predicted to, to win. Um, he had Ertz and he had Stafford, or sorry, he had Stafford, and Stafford did not look good, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, maybe, just saying, maybe OBJ is the problem, but who knows? Um, on the other end, his running backs did perform over, like they did well, 20 points each, but it wasn't enough to get him even to the 100 point mark. Um, this is one of those weeks where he really didn't, uh, you know, wanted to claw back at the standings, but it just was not enough going against Maddie Kid. Maddie Kid's got playoff Lenny. DK Metcalf had a terrible game, but he did put him in at the flex spot. He's obviously a great pod listener. Um, CD Lamb though looks really good, so Matt's got to be pretty excited about his wide receiver core, just kind of having enough to carry him through. Um, but very much not excited about his running back situation. So he's also someone that I would kind of think wants to up his running back game. But with Montgomery coming back, be scared for Matty Kid going into the playoffs. I agree. Let's go now to – actually, you want to recap picks from last week, and then uh, um, I, I'll pick the first matchup on this one. Yeah, so for picks, we're, we're kind of at a conundrum here, fam. We're going to need to make sure that we do odd picks – uh, this week because we only had two that we deferred in and uh like you picked you picked brent and guns i picked myself and freezing so we're we're tied here now uh the historian can correct me but i believe one of these earlier weeks we tied and i just gave it to you so i'm just going to give this week to me i am not down with that idea and you also used deferred instead of differed again yeah uh, that's i think that happened earlier one of these weeks i just said we'll just give it to you did that really happen? Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. All right, let me pick a matchup. Um, okay, first off, we are going to go in the battle of the um, the uh, real estate search engines. Zillow, Shorts, United, uh, that's me. Maddie followed 
along um, in our battle against Zillow and all of the issues with their uh, customer service and uh, just a lot of things going on with that company right now that I'm not thrilled with. I've been sending angry tweets, uh, Maddie, in support of their competitor, Redfin. We kind of have an alliance here, actually. Um, but this matchup, um, you know, Maddie's got Lamb against KC. That's a good matchup. Uh, getting Montgomery back. I just, you know, sometimes Devontae will go for like three touchdowns on the Vikings. That would be, honestly, I think that's my only hope. And I don't, you know, I'm never going to predict a guy's getting three touchdowns. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Maddie to win this one. Maddie? Oof. You're picking against yourself again? I I got to keep it 100. I mean, I, I think I, I've, I pick myself to – I'm probably about 50-50 on picking myself. Yeah. Um, I am looking at the matchup. Yeah, Montgomery coming back is a very big problem. Um, and I do think Arizona's defense is not as good as it used to be, especially with Watt being out for the season, Fournette versus the Giants. He's got some really good matchups. And then he, the, the thing that's going to seal it is he has New England versus Atlanta. Like, that is that is going to be a lot of points for the defense anytime you're playing Atlanta this year. Um, I I don't think, even if your team has kind of their best weeks, I yeah, I'm, go, I'm going Maddie Kid here. Um, I don't think it's going to be close, unfortunately, Matt. I think his team is all at full force, and his matchups look nice. So, Maddie Kid it is. Dude, kind of a crazy fedangle to watch. He has Thielen on his bench, and I really can't. I mean, it's a totally reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but that just speaks to to how good his. Actually, gosh, his. Uh, I mean, with Maddie getting healthy with Montgomery back, I mean his <laughs> his receiver and running back depth is pretty freaking elite. And then he's got Josh Allen. I mean, the team is built. They, they, they've got they've, they're built different they've got depth um i guess my biggest question would be do they have the high-end talent because i don't uh mixon and fournette don't fit into that like high-end rb1 mold but they this team has depth for sure yeah well interested to see him go forward uh, unfortunate for you to run into that but you're still at five and five even if you lose next week you're still in it so all right good matchup let's get into the next one let's go oh this is, I did not expect – okay, this has to be people don't have people set up quite yet. But uh, we versus Mark, um, I was going to – I said it would because we's actually predicted to have over 100 points, 115, and, uh, you know, in, in the opposite way. Now, looking at Mark's team, it's because he has uh, CEH in his lineup currently. You know, if, if it does say that he's not good to go, then he has the backup, and that's the fandangling that Mark has done. Um, I actually am very high on Mark's team this week to win. Um, we don't do half takes here. Barkley's coming back, you know, and if he's not, Mark has the the, the folks to plug in and play. Um, but I really like Tom Brady, Chris Godwin at the Giants. Um, and right now with the injuries at Tampa Bay, like Godwin will be getting some touches and getting those uh, touchdowns. So I like that a lot. Um, looking at the other end, Kyler Murray coming back, hopefully, um, but it is against a tougher uh, Seattle defense, and I don't like that matchup to say like as a welcome back game. Um, the one matchup I do like is A.J. Brown versus Houston, um, which is something to kind of circle there. And then Kamara at Philly, if Kamara can play, 
that does give me some points, but I'm picking Mark in the upset here. Yeah. So, so just like working through this, I I've realized like in real time that I had Hui is too big of a favorite here. I'm actually adjusting the, uh, the spread in real time. Um, With that said, I think you're tripping Jay. Like Hui is still a heavy favorite here. I think, I mean, I, I, Sure, Mark is going to get – he'll fill in that kicker spot. That's worth, we'll just say, eight points. I'm actually, like, thinking about the point spread in my head right now more than I'm thinking about the matchup. Uh, but, but long story short, I'm, Hui's going to be significantly favored still, so I'm, I'm picking Hui. I don't need to, like, talk much more about that one. Matt, do um, you do the point spread before people finalize their rosters? Well, yeah, I do, but I, like – I, I, I account for it. I don't just like blind okay. it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's go. Uh, let's go Dylan versus Lairbaum. This is, you know, dude, I'm going to call this one the matchup of the week because Lairbaum is in second. We've had him sort of on fraud watch most of the year, though, because we don't think his roster is that great. He wins like low scoring games, but he is still seven and three. So that means something. And then he's facing a team that we think, uh, by many accounts, has the highest ceiling of any roster. They've been kind of inconsistent, but they're getting healthy. He's got – so this is kind of what Dylan's lineup can look like at full strength, although uh, he'd like to have Nick Chubb plugged in there. Um, so that's something to watch. But, uh, I mean, this team is loaded. I, I, I'm picking Dylan to win. He's got Jamar Chase and Debo at the receivers. As we talked about, Kittle getting healthy is huge. Um, if Chubb can get healthy. And then he's got the depth, too. He, he's like – it's like Maddie's roster as far as depth, but just better high-end talent as well because he's got Waddle, who's not great, but he's – you know, that's that that's a receiver. If you got a plug-and-play, that's, that's a pretty good guy you can throw in. And then Hawkinson, who put up a goose egg last week, but he's a uh, – you know, he's a tight end that can go for 15 points any week uh, as well. So I'm picking Dylan here. Yeah, I'm going to pick Dylan too. I think Lairbaum's reign at the top is going to be coming to a, to an end soon. I, I think he I, – I don't think his team is as good as his record indicates. Um, and we'll see if he makes some changes. But I, I'm not high on his running back situation at all either. I think that's something in the league where, you know, you're starting Mitchell and Gaskin, like, you can do better than that. Um, and I, I don't think it's going to be enough while we get into these these weeks where he's playing some of the best teams available. I think Dylan wins this pretty handily. I know this is our uh, Muchas Gracias match of the week, but I'm going to go with Dylan in a blowout here too. All right. Next matchup. Oh, is it on me? Okay. Uh, let me go to the man I just beat. Uh, first Gundy, the fridge, first Cole Beasley research lab. This one, uh, I'm trying to think here. I, man, I look at Keddy's team and it's just like, it's not good. It's not, <laughs> it's just, like, I wanted to going into this matchup, pick Keddy to beat Gundy because I really want Gundy to lose, but I just don't. I can't play a scenario in my head with his, even with his matchups where uh, Gundy doesn't win. 
so I am going to go Gundy here. I think Mahomes is back. I think he's, you know, they figured it out. They're going to go against a tougher Dallas defense, um, but I do think they get the job done. Something to be excited for with the cord um, being injured. Beasley's in the lineup, getting the call up against oh, wow. Indianapolis. I, I don't think Gundy started Beasley for a while this year. I, I know he's it's happened once or twice, um, but big, big, big move in a game where Gundy can solidify his first place uh, ranking. I'm going to go Gundy here. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. I'm picking Gundy. His team is, I mean, they're looking good recently. Uh, Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to, Keddy's team looks bad this week, and I don't think Keddy's team is that great overall. They're scrappy, and they've gotten to five and five. Uh, but Guns is going to win this handily. Uh, one little piece here, because uh, we are talking about cold ones in the fridge. The uh, fridge uh, asked the Schefter account to stop tweeting at him, which was quite a shame because there's been some pretty, uh, you know, some legitimate roster decisions and stuff that we, um, you know, we we want to get some expert opinions on. And I, if fridge, if you're listening, I. Of course, Miss your, your 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 invite to the pod is still open anytime you would like to join. We would love to have you. Um, if you'd like to just keep it to Twitter, we'd love to interact there uh, as well. But you are, no matter how much you try to turn us away, you are still a friend of the league. So just know that if you're listening. Um, okay, let's go to – okay, here – oh, this is the toilet bowl. This is the second time this has happened this year. I know. Where 11's played 12. Um, Okay, this is Chad against freezing. Um, This is, I mean, actually these projections aren't terrible. Um, What did I have the line at here? I have freezing as a slight favorite, but okay, let's, let's look here. I mean, Chad's receivers got a little bit hot last week. Hill and Diggs, that was good for him to see, but these... This running back situation, dude, uh, it's it's just disgusting. Devontae Freeman and Alex Collins. Um, he may get Chris Carson back. Let's see. What are they saying about Chris Carson? Said the team will revisit on Wednesday. Didn't cast an optimistic tone. Pete Carroll, senile. Who knows what he's even talking about. Um, but whether Chad gets him back or not, the running back situation is terrible. The receiver situation is amazing. Rogers in the dome at Minnesota. That's pretty favorable. Um, Sir freeze a lot. Uh, Herbert against Pittsburgh. That's a good defense, good pass rush, tough matchup. Jonathan Taylor, who has been, who has been the best player uh, since about week four on, I want to say. Yeah, there you go. Week four on, he's put up just great numbers every week. But aside from that, not a whole lot in the in the cabinet here for freezing. Um, I'm actually going to take Chad to win this and drop freezing into 12th. I thought Chad and freezing already played this year and they haven't. That's so strange. No, there's no, uh, cause yeah. There, so there's 11. So rematches happen and start happening in week 12. Ah, okay. Okay. So I, I apologize if, if I insinuated that they were already happening, cause it just feels like we've seen this matchup. Well, no. Yeah. Jay, what happened, what we did have an 11, 12 matchup, but uh, were, it was different teams. I can't remember who it was. It was Chad and Brent or something like that. Right. It was, it was Chad. I know that it's always Chad against someone when it's 11, 12. Yeah. Well, all right. Sorry. I was 
trying to be a historian for a while, so I wasn't really paying attention to the lineups. But now that I'm looking at it, dude, we're just we're not historians. We're just radio talking heads. (laughs) Um, Fuck, Uh, man, I I just said that I I need to quit counting out freezing. But sadly, I'm gonna go with Chad. I I think Chad (laughs) actually wins this week. Fuck. I'm sorry that I'm counting you out, Freeze. But the thing that's swaying my opinion is Miami's defense is actually pretty good, and they're playing the Jets. Um, so I think that's going to be a lot of points for Chad right there. Um, I do think this is a close matchup, but I, you know what? We don't do half takes here, and we need to. I need to pick someone different than you. So I'll take Freeze. I'm not going to bet against you, Freeze. You're going to win somehow, some way. All righty. Uh, we got one more. Yeah, one more matchup, right? Yeah, you're. Yep, we're going into mine. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's it. Okay. Let me let me paint the picture here. Paint. <sighs> Picasso this. Riggs and Murtaugh, you know, the lethal weapons, the crew, the team that used to run Eugene together, myself, the Clayton. Um, man. I, I hate to see this matchup, you know, when you're battling a close friend. Um, but, Clayton, you're going to lose. Uh, I, I, I like my team. Cam's back. Cam Newton's Babuska, too, which we haven't highlighted yet. I think I'm the first of my kind to put a number in my name, which is pretty unique. Um, got inspiration from Elon Musk. So, totally pretty innovative stuff. Yeah. Out, the League of Dawns is just cutting edge. But Cam Newton versus Washington. I like this. I like Christian McCaffrey. I like Cam. Chase Young is hurt. Um, if I do need to plug in, hate Jalen Hurts because it says like Cam's not going to get all the reps, and I will, and he has a good matchup. But I like seeing the way that I saw Cam last week. That's what I want to see. Uh, it gives another threat. It opens up lanes for Christian. Um, I think things are going to go very well for me in that regards. Um, and then looking at Clayton's edge. He's got tougher matchups for his two stud running backs, and I don't think that they perform as well as they did last week. And then he has uh, Tua versus the Jets, which is a good matchup for him, but I don't think it's going to be enough to get uh, the points that I'll get this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like Tua against anybody. I know to what, yeah, I mean, he's had a couple of good weeks, I guess, but I just don't like that. Um, I don't love Cam either. If I, if I was you, I'm, I'm still starting Jalen Hurts. This is this is probably a first actually that um, I'm giving. I know we give people roster advice on the the pod. I'm giving you roster advice. Um, I do okay. I love your running back matchups though because Chargers defense sucks. Najee Harris facing them. Uh, McCaffrey against Washington, who's really not that great to begin with, and then they lose Chase Young. So I like that one. Um, you know, Zeke against KC, that's pretty juicy. Um, <clears throat> but no, I hate Tua. I don't care who he's playing. He's going to be at New York. on the. I just don't like him against anybody. Uh, Pittman at Buffalo, no. And then Mike Williams has been garbage lately. Yeah, I'm, Jay, I'm taking you on the strength of your, your running back matchups. Let's go, baby. Well, this will be a one where, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where the league goes after this week. I do think, you know, from this week on, there's only five total weeks left, right, before a playoff. So um, let's see how it shakes out. But league, uh, great week of content. There's only, Jay, just to correct, there's only four weeks until playoffs, including this week. We're through 10. 
It was a 14 game regular season. Little uh, little math there for you. Holy moly, we are almost there. Uh, excited to see where the, where it comes with us, league. Thank you for listening as always, and long live the league of dawns. <laughs>